You're listening to Echo the Podcast. On this episode, we chatted with Mariah Belgrad. Belgrad first discovered her passion for performing at a very young age. She grew up participating in local theater productions in her Pennsylvania town. At age 15, Belgrad lost the spark as she began to struggle with depression. She found her voice again when she discovered the karaoke style app Smule in 2016. Now a verified partner of the app, Belgrad uses her platform to spread mental health awareness and connect with and empower her audience. Her latest single, Team Player, is an empowering anthem about understanding your worth. We chatted with Mariah Belgrad about the single, Smule, and more. Check it out. First off, how how has your day been so far? It's been really good. So I just got a new puppy. She's eight weeks old and she's napping now. Thankfully, she's not causing chaos, but I've been good. She's been keeping me on my toes. (laughs) That's great. So I'm going to take it back to the beginning. How did you first get interested in music? So when I was younger, um, I did a lot of dancing. I started out dancing and then my one of my dance mom's friends got me into musical theater. So she had me do an audition where um, I auditioned for a play. I was so new to it. But once I got the role, um, I really found a love for the stage um, and performing and the arts and the people who are in the industry just really um, were people I looked up to. So I stuck with that for so long. And then um, once I was a little bit older, I found an app called Smule and um, that helped me go more of a pop route because I was doing musical theater on there as well, but I was also doing pop music and discovering my love for kind of taking pop songs and making them my own. What really drew you to that app in particular? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I had just graduated high school and I, I was learning how to harmonize um, for the first time. And I wanted to have an app that you could layer things um, like with harmonies. So Smule really caught my eye because you could do that and do it with video too, which was um, just something I wanted to share with people. So once I got on the app and I saw the different features and the effects, I thought it was um, just a really way to be creative. That's great. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's so fun to watch all your videos. Oh, so glad. Yes, it's so fun to make them. And I'm just glad that people respond well to them and get inspired from them too. When did you realize in the process of making your videos for Smule um, mm-hmm. that you wanted to be like, do this full time, be an artist? Yeah, it's it had always been something that I'd been tinkering with in my brain, you know, do I want to commit? Do I want to do it? But it's such a big risk, you know, financially, emotionally, you have to open yourself up and be vulnerable, especially with people who won't always be rece- receptive to what you're doing. There's always haters out there. Um, so I think after a year or two on Smule, I kind of developed a more thick skin um, to different people. And I had built a community that really pushed me. Um, so about a year or two into Smule, I really found the confidence to do this full time. And I started doing it full time in 2019. So, And how have you been staying inspired during quarantine, continuing to create? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm really fortunate. My fiance is also a musician and that's how we met was on Smule. Um, yes, it's so crazy. So it was just really, it's cool to have him around, um, because we can bounce ideas off of each other. And so many people want to create now. So I've had a lot of new artists, um, give me ideas or, um, people venting to me. I'm going through a lot of anxiety. So I'm just getting that down on paper, you know, with quarantine and all the challenges that that has presented artists, um, 
yeah, there's just a ton of inspiration every day coming from different places. It's great. <laughs> You've often used your platform, which you talked about a little bit to like spread mental health awareness and happiness mm-hmm. and empowerment. Why is that something important to you um, to be able to show that on the app and kind of yeah. bring community together through that? Totally. I mean, I think um, as a teenage girl, when I was in my teens, I'm 23 now, but when I was a teenager, a lot of my social media was filled with other people or ads that had perfect lives or that's how they made it seem. And it was really challenging for me. And I had really um, low self-esteem because I was constantly comparing myself, myself to other artists or models or other people, male and female. Um, so when I had the ability to have my own platform, I was like, I want to make a safe space for people to feel connected and know that I have good days and I have bad days and they're both great and that's okay. Um, so it was just really important for me to keep that line of communication open and, and kind of be a space for people to go and be like, Oh, look, she's talking about how bad her day was. And that's funny because my day was bad too. And she's relatable. And that's just like, what I strive to be because I feel like I am. (laughs) Yeah. That's so cool that you're able to build that type of community on there. And also, I mean, your platform has grown so much on there. What has it been like to see all these people um, relating to you and also seeing that follower base grow? Oh, it's, it's been surreal. Honestly, I never, never would have thought that downloading something like Smule would have transpired to create and be where it is now. And I'm so grateful to have the platform and the opportunity to have the friendships and the fans and just really the family that I've made from, from it is just surreal to me. Has it been something that's been therapeutic for you to be able to share what you're going through and also seeing that other people are going through the same thing? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm very, very empathetic. So it, it was a bit of a challenge at first because I wanted to be there for everyone. I wanted to be everyone's rock and everyone. And I, I just, I couldn't do that because at the end of the day, I didn't have enough emotional space for myself to feel. Um, so I feel like over the past year or two, I've really, I've developed a bubble where I can be there for people and I can share and I can listen, but I can leave it with them and leave them with um, either good outlets or, you know, places to go to express themselves to be feeling better as well. Um, so it's, it's been very therapeutic for me though. And especially to share that through music, which I'm so passionate about. It's just, it's everything. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> and you just put out your single team player, which is yeah. such a fun song. Congratulations. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> um, what was the inspiration behind that track? The inspiration, um, I was going through a phase in my life and it was actually written with my fiance, Jeffrey, when we were doing a long distance relationship, we wrote it over a Skype call. Um, but I was going through a point in my life where I was, like I mentioned earlier, I was kind of having low self-esteem and I just needed to feel empowered and know when to cut ties. So it started out just writing like just something catchy, but it evolved into being like, if someone's being a team player in your life, just like tell them to play on and know what you deserve. And just like, it's just like a fun, anthem where I feel like melodically it's upbeat and you can listen to it while you're driving or working out but lyrically if you're going through something you can feel it but have be happy while feeling the feels (laughs) and speaking of that if you could set fans up in the perfect environment to listen to the song what do you imagine it looking like 
Okay, so my my ideal thought was like when I we were writing the song was like a summer, a nice sunny day with the convertible top down, the windows down, your arm out the window, just feeling the breeze. Um, I really when we were writing the demo and that's the time I was listening to it, I was like, this song needs to be released in the summer, but we had some delays. So I'm like hoping next summer, uh, this song will still be going, having the momentum going where people can have that environment where I really felt alive listening to the song in my car with my arm out the window, just like felt free. <laughs> I can totally see that. I can imagine that. Yes. <laughs> and you also worked on a track with Matthew Tuck and Sammy Adams called City Is Mine. How did you all get connected and what was it like to collaborate on the track? Yeah, it's funny. Instagram, that's that's how we connected. Um, Matthew and I are working on another project for his upcoming album, which I'm really excited about. So this was kind of just a way to get my feet wet with him and kind of see our working style together. Um, and then with Sammy, they, they sent me the track and they're just like, you want to throw some harmonies and background vocals on this? I was like, yes, please. Cause it was such a catchy song. And, um, so I'm just grateful for Instagram and all the connections that I've made over the past few months on it. And I'm really excited to, um, share the other stuff that we've been working on. It's so exciting. And who would you love to collaborate with next? Uh, okay. Are we talking like, like dream, dream people? Dream, are, dream. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Anne-Marie, I'm not sure if you know Anne-Marie. Yes. Yep. Okay. She's like one of my artist inspirations. I just think she's very like free spirited and very empowered, a very empowered woman. Um, and I love her voice and she's so talented. So Anne-Marie and then an artist named Maisie Peters, who has been a huge. I love in- Maisie. Yeah. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love her. I, uh, I wanted to see her when she came to the U.S., um, but it didn't work out. And now I'm like sad since COVID, she's not touring. So Maisie Peters, oh. I absolutely adore her. That would be an amazing collaboration. Yes. Hopefully someday we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. Exactly. <laughs> and so speaking of inspirations, who did you listen to growing up? And do they have an influence on what your sound is today? Mm-hmm, totally. My um, my parents are very into classic rock, like 80s rock and 70s, like disco. Um, so I listened to a lot of Journey and Pink Floyd and a lot, a lot of Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my biggest inspirations is Freddie Mercury, um, how he could command a stage and be a performer, you know, me having the theatrical background. Um, I was always just inspired by like very just like flashy costumes and like standing on stage and being like everyone eyes on me. So um, Freddie Mercury, hugely inspired and like his power vocals, you know, like belting and how he could just demand a room. I don't know. I just gives me chills thinking about Freddie Mercury. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's a good inspiration to have. Definitely. And I know a lot of artists who do have him as an inspiration for good reasons. So, <laughs> and being a performer and now doing music, is there anything you learned from performing as a kid that still kind of carries on into your work today? Yeah, it's funny how I thought being a solo artist and being a stage performer would be very similar. But to me, they're so different because when you're a stage performer, like in a play or musical, you have a script and you rehearse and everything. When you're a solo artist up there by yourself and you and you have to carry everything by yourself, it's a it's a lot of work and pressure. And I went into my first show thinking I'm going to be so good at this. And then I got on stage and I'm like, I'm really awkward. (laughs) So um, I definitely some of like just the confidence of being in front of a crowd has helped but um I've definitely had to learn some quirks of how to you know keep things flowing in a in a way that's me but not too awkward for everyone else (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and when you can eventually perform in, in front of like a live crowd again, I can't uh, wait. <laughs> what do you, uh, what can fans expect from a live show from you? They can expect a lot, a lot of new music. Um, we have been writing a ton. I am in the works of trying to take some of those writings and make them see what would be cohesive in an album. Um, so oh. yes, so we have been working on that and kind of shopping around to see what production house we want to work with to bring that idea come to life. Um, but yeah, fans can expect to hear new music and um, just fun takes on uh, some covers that I've been working on too. So exciting. That's yeah, awesome. so many good things. <laughs> and this is unfortunately my last question for you. Oh, no. But <laughs> what is one quote that you have heard or that you go by that you want to echo out to the world? Um, I definitely have a quote that is like my mantra. It is a breath of fresh air is a great thing to take, but an even better thing to be. I just feel like um, I really enjoy bringing something new to the table and, you know, giving a fresh perspective on things. So being that breath, breath of fresh air in a room is something that's important to me. And I think it's important for other people to bring to the table too. Absolutely. I love that. I've never heard that one. Yes, I know. That now. Yeah, you should. It, it definitely is just something unique and different to have in the back of your mind. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. I'll you. let you get back to your puppy. <laughs> oh, yes. She's still sleeping, thankfully. <laughs> oh, that's good. You can stay connected with Mariah Belgrad on apps like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Smule. And her new single, Team Player, is now available for streaming. You can stay connected with Echo on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Thanks for listening.